1: A song some years ago that had a basic message of don't worry, be happy. And though it was a secular song, Scripture certainly supports the don't worry part of the message. <laughs> Listening today as Pastor Rander teaches that Christians should not worry about the issues of life as others do in this message, overcoming worry. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin.
2: Have your Bibles. Open them and turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 25 through 34, and then Philippians, chapter 4, 6, and 7. This is the third part and the final uh, message in this series uh, entitled Overcoming Worry. Matthew, chapter 6, verses 25 to 34, and then Philippians, chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about his own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble, and then Philippians four six seven reads: "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God." And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Third and final. Part of this series entitled Overcoming Worry. Worry is is an issue that we must address because so many are worrying in the times in which we live. When we look at the news, as we look at the internet, when we hear the radio, we see what's going on in the lives of our families, many are just worrying themselves to no end. Many are actually killing themselves because of too much worry embedded in their lives. Some are worrying themselves to the point that they have become depressed. Then they're, they're dysfunctional, can't cope, stressed out, maxed out, on the edge because of worry. What is it? Worry is to be anxious. It is to be distracted or to have a divided mind. It is to have anxious thoughts. It is to have a troubled heart or heaviness of heart. And even though scripture is quite clear that worrying is a sin, I believe the sin of worry is one of the most dominating sins in the lives of Christians. I keep giving you this list of things we're worrying about because God keep adding to the list. And if you look, if you see something you didn't have last time, just jot it down because we want to give attention to the list. Once again, we worry about the couples who are married, couples, the inability to have children. Others worry about loss of income. Others worry about the safety of our children. Some worry about rejection. Here's a new one. Many worry about the, the choices our children make. You know, a lot of times we become teenagers and they get grown and sometimes they get grown far too early. <laughs> and we worry. We worry. Many worry about passing exams and certifications and so forth. Other others worry about terrorism and getting caught and health and cancer and bills and the economy and sins of our past. Uh, then some worry about here's Another one. Some worry about aging worry about getting old. Stop worrying about that, you're going to get old anyway. So, so you can't stop that. And all this anti-aging cream is not going to stop you from worrying. Many worry about death and some worry about being hurt again because you've been hurt. Others worry about the rising cost of college education. How can I pay uh, help with my children's education? With it skyrocketing like it is. Other, others worry about I'm not good enough. Or, uh, uh, how will I make it alone? Or relatives serving in Af- Iraq and Afghanistan and other countries. Some worry about what people think, and they gonna think whether you do and whether you do or don't. So you may as well just go on and live your life to the fullest. Some worry about the inability to qualify for long-term insurance or health insurance, health insurance at all. About uh, parents becoming incapacitated. Uh, uh, what if my wife? Uh, spouse, husband commits adultery or if they did did it once, they worry about maybe they'll do it again and some worry about uh, how can I ever forgive what was done against me and there are others who worry about the future. But the scripture says in Matthew six thirty four, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about his own things. sufficient for the day is its own trouble. In other words, we need to trust the Lord for tomorrow and allow him to help you make the most of this day. Worrying about tomorrow will cause us to be less productive today. Now, early on in the series, uh, we addressed the question, why do Christians worry? So we'll not uh, uh, recapitulate on that. And then we also addressed the, the question of what happens when Christians worry. And so we'll not go to that. So we're going to fast forward and we're going to land uh, so that we can complete the series today on how do we overcome worry? We'll start with that particular segment in the message. How do we overcome worry? Number one, we need to give the things that trouble us to Jesus. That's how we overcome worry, is to give the things that trouble us to Jesus. In other words, bring your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Don't pick them back up. First Peter 5, 7 says, casting all your cares, your anxieties, your troubles upon him for he, the Lord Jesus Christ, he cares for you. He loves you and he wants to help you. Secondly, how do we overcome worry? We must pray and tell God what's on our hearts and make our request known to him. Philippians four six says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall tr- shall keep and guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus." So we must pray and then pray and tell God what's on our hearts. You say, "Why talk to God if He knows everything?" Because when you talk to God, you're depending on God. It shows that you need God. It it's you, you acknowledging that that you don't know what you're doing and he knows what he is doing. Thirdly, how do you overcome worry? Take God at His Word, believe His commandment and don't worry. Take God at His Word. He means what He says and He says what He means. Take God at His word and don't worry. In Matthew 6:25, it says, Therefore I say to you, who is you? That's us the command underline that do not worry now, who, who, who in here doesn't understand that That that's that's to be taken literally do not worry underline that don't be afraid to write in your Bible in Matthew 6 31 it says another command therefore do not worry there's another command in Philippians 4 6a it says be anxious for what some things big things little things Nothing. Nothing means nothing. If we just take God at his word, and you can't take God at his word unless you trust his word, and you can't trust his word unless you believe the God who dispenses his word. So, therefore, take God at his word and don't worry. Fourthly, how do we overcome worry? Instead of worrying about anything, we must pray about everything. Prayer is so vital to extinguishing worry. The, the less you worry, the less you pray, the more you worry, and the more you pray, the less you worry. So if we increase our prayer lives, there will be a diminishing of worry in our lives. Ephesians 6 18a says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit of God when you walk in the Spirit live in the Spirit talk in the Spirit the Spirit of God will move you to pray move you to pray and so it is very important that we increase our prayer life because prayer has a way of extinguishing and conquering worry like nothing
1: else. How much time do you spend each day worrying about every single aspect of your life if you're like so many of god's children your answer may be that you spend too much time worrying over things god tells us to let him handle join us today as pastor Rander continues to speak about how to hand our cares and concerns over to him in this message overcoming worry he'll be teaching from a number of scriptures so get pen and paper ready as we begin
2: Number five, how do we overcome worry? Here's a big one. Worry will not diminish in your life until you stop immersing yourself in local, national, and world news. Did you get what I said? Worry will not diminish in your life until you stop immersing yourselves in local, national, and world news. Instead, spend more time in the good news, which is your Bible. Wake y'all! Do a lot of y'all do y'all wake up in the morning. You wake up and turn the TV on and watch the news instead of picking up your picking up your Bibles and reading the good news. That's why you're so worried. You're picking up the wrong news. I mean, my wife and I, unless it's inclement weather or some tragedy or something is going on of unique proportions that we need to cut the TV on or weather conditions or something like that. Otherwise, we don't cut the TV on in the mornings. And you know, you're no now, but uh, how many of you, I, I, this is rhetorical, you don't have to raise your hand. How many of you all look at TV in the morning? Don't raise your hand. But what? And many go to the television before they go to the good news. And and the good and listen, the television can't make for a good day. <laughs> you will leave out the house depressed before you even go to work, huh? You, Your news all over the internet. You can just uh, just click, 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 and, and there it all is. Colossians 3, 1 and 2 says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting on the right hand of God. And look at this now, set your mind on things where? Above, not around, not around, but above above not on things of the earth. You know why so many of you are depressed and worried? You are so consumed with the things in this world system. You're captivated by it, you're arrested by it, you live in it, it dominates your thinking, then you get mad, and then you've been out of shape over the Congress, over the Senate, over the mayor, over the race, uh, over something that's going on in the country, and kids being abused, and this, and that, and killings and murder. Listen, if you live in that stuff all day long, you will worry. You will worry. I'm trying to get your attention. Instead, spend time in the good news. What's good news? Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. I love that verse. that says, then the angels said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You ought to be excited about Jesus' birth. You ought to still be celebrating Christmas today. You ought to be celebrating Christmas in February. And then you ought to be celebrating the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. That's good news. Why don't you focus on good news. Good news makes for a good day. A good day. So stop immersing yourself in the news. CNN, CNBC, ABC, NBC, DD, ED, whatever. Get out of the news and get in the good news so that you can get a handle on overcoming worry. Number six, how do you overcome worry? Realize that we are God's children and his prized possession, and are valuable in his sight. Ah, re- re- realize that, that we are God's children, and his what kind of possession? Prized possession, and are valuable in his sight. You, we are king's kids. Listen, now you are, the, you are either a child of the devil or you're a child of Jesus Christ. That's all. That's all. You say, anymore? That's it. That's it. you either a child of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, or you're a child of the devil. I pose a question to you. Whose child are you? If you're in Christ, you're a child of God. If you, if you have not acknowledged and accepted Christ as your personal Savior, you are a child of the devil. And you got to realize, but once you come into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ, we are his prized possession. We are special and we are very, very valuable in the sight of God. So valuable that Matthew 6, 26 says, look at the birds. God, is in a, God, is, God could have said, look at other things, but God, God laid illustrations out at their level that they can comprehend Matthew 6 26 says, Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Have you ever seen a bird with a pantry? That's right. You've never seen a bird with a freezer? And yet you drop popcorn on the streets, birds swoop down and they pick it up, crumbs and all kinds of stuff. And I just look at little rain puddles or, little, or your water sprinkle is running. They get there and they fluffle their feathers and God is watering and bathing the birds with your, with your water bill. <laughs> they getting bathed at your expense. He said, now if I take care of the birds... And I know when a sparrow falls. Will I, much, will I much more take care of you? You are the crown of my creation. You are made in my own image. You are made in my likeness. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I, I made you. I, I gave you. I put in, I, I, I made you and I know all about you. If I'm, If you're that valuable to me, can't you trust me? To take care of you. I love you like you can't even explain. He says, if I take care of the birdies, I'll take care of you. Number seven, if you're going to overcome, if you're gonna overcome worry, worry, keep on believing, keep on hoping, and keep on trusting. That's right. That's three, three biggies. Keep on what? Believing. Keep on what? Hoping. And keep on trusting in God. John 14, 1 says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. If you keep believing and trusting and looking to God, anchoring your hope in God, don't trust the stock market. don't, Don't worry, don't look at the economy, don't look at... The, the loss of jobs in the nation and all of this stuff and the unemployment and all of this and this is down and that's up and this up and down, up and down. Listen, this thing is up one day and down the next. You think it's making some progress and then it shoots back down and your emotions, when you're in it, your emotions, you're going just like this. And you know what? After a while, you're going to be cuckoo. Because you're wrapped up, tangled up in all this stuff. Instead of keeping your mind and your eyes on the divine compass, the Bible to the glory of Almighty God. How do you overcome worry number eight? If you seek God first and live righteously before him, he will supply all your needs in his time. He will do that. If you seek God first and live righteously before him, he will supply all your needs in this time. Matthew six thirty three says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Now, we like the part of all these things shall be added to you, but we, don't, we, but, but we forget the part about seek first. Huh? Say seek first. And you know what? We skip over his righteousness. Huh? We skip over his, his righteousness. And see in his righteousness, living right uh, before God, pursuing a life of righteousness, living a separated life to the glory of God. We, we, we love to say, all these things will be added to you. All these things will be added to you. All these things will be added to you. And God says, "Stop using this like some kind of jingle. you got to put me first. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Put me first. You put me first by coming to communion and baptism and the Lord's Supper. When I'm first, uh, I'll be over the Super Bowl. You won't put the Super Bowl ahead of me like we're having communion tonight. You say, why are you saying that? Because it's true. If God were to come back tonight, where will he find you? Okay, but 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 what I'm saying is this: Amen, lights. What I'm saying to you today, we we're to seek Him first. My question is: Will you even seek Him first tonight, or you, is your party on tonight? Uh, Philippians four nineteen says, "And my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. My God shall supply all." Of all, all your needs, and then, in other words, seek first the kingdom. Live righteously, and He will supply all your needs in His time. I love this passage in Psalm thirty-seven twenty-five. Psalms thirty-seven twenty-five says, "I've been young," David says, "and now I'm old. That's right. Yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants, uh, his seed, begging bread." Listen, when you love God. And you live in pursuit of God's will and you passionately uh, love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Let me tell you something. God's going to make sure that you're taken care of. That's right. God's children will be provided for in his own good time. Number nine, if you're going to overcome uh, a worry, be patient and don't allow worry to move you ahead of God's timing A will for your life. Be patient and don't allow worry to move you ahead of God's timing or will for your life. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11a says, he has made everything beautiful in his time. (laughs) You believe that? Everything is beautiful in this time. You know what worry does? Worry will cause you to move ahead of God. You become so anxious that you can't wait on the Lord. Worry tells you to take matters into your own hand. Worry says you wait too long. Worry says you got to do something about this right now. And God is saying, wait, wait, wait. Wait. Worry moves you right past past God's uh, agenda for your life. And God's divine timetable, but in God's timing he makes everything beautiful. Number ten If you're going to overcome worry factor this in please Hang around people who will encourage your heart That's real critical hang around people who will what encourage your heart. I love Proverbs 12 25 It says anxiety Uh, Worry in the heart of a man causes depression. Do you realize you can worry yourself right into depression? And many people are depressed because they over worry, worry too much. They're worry warts. But look here. But a good word makes it glad. Makes what glad? Your heart glad. Hang around people who can give you a good timely word. That's right. Hang around people who can inspire you. Hang around people who can bless you with words, who can refresh you with words and not always downing you and uh, finding something negative to talk about. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are doing. Edify means build up. You ought to build up people with your words. Your words ought to be beautiful, ought to be refreshing, ought to be stimulating, so, so much so that people love hanging around you because when they leave your presence, they will have been so refreshed, so refreshed. So if you're going to, if you're going to overcome worry, it's, it's real uh, critical that you're not hanging around people who speaks words of, of hopelessness and negativity and sour all over the place.
1: Thank you for tuning into this program from the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109, directly across Across from randolph air force base if you'd like to order today's message visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages you can also find service times directions to the church upcoming events and much much more tune in next week as pastor draper continues to teach us from the word of god thank you for joining us today and may the lord's blessings be upon you